Hey, I'm Phil. And I'm Chris. We are two dads who share one simple goal, to be better fathers to our kids. That involves more time together with our families, more books, more movies, more board games, and most importantly, more meals together. And if we're going to spend more meals together, we need to be better cooks. So this is us trying to figure that out. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. Philip Daniel, how are you doing? And a good Tuesday to you, Chris Douglas. I just had so much fun on that last interview with Stacy that I thought, man, let's let's actually make one of his recipes. Yeah. I got really excited about biscuits after he mentioned it, and I actually made biscuits this last weekend, and it ended up being really tasty. But yeah, that was the first time that I actually ever made biscuits, and I ended up making them a couple times to get it right. But all that to say... Biscuits? That's what you're making, right? I'm making biscuits today. We're not just talking about biscuits for absolutely no reason. I do really like biscuits. Oh, they're so yummy. Probably one of my favorite things in the world. And when I moved here to the Charleston area, I think I had this idea of like what a buttermilk biscuit was. And we started making them. And we, I mean, we've made them a lot, lots of different ways to do it. There's so many different recipes. And I, I don't know if I've ever had one that turned out bad. It's really not that difficult to do. You know, I mean, like there's some methods, obviously, you need to follow and ingredients obviously play an important role. Maybe I'm just getting lucky and like all the ones that I've used thus far have have turned out really well. But I'm mostly excited about this one because I love Stacy and I love the work that he's doing. So I just thought it'd be really cool to to kind of jump on and, and do his buttermilk biscuit recipe, which obviously can be found at southernbite.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. And he's also got this really great YouTube video that kind of walks you through the whole process. And it's not just informational, but it's also really fun. So I'll put a link there. And before you know it, you guys will be biscuit makers too. Biscuitiers, that's what they're called, Phil. Biscuitiers? Uh, no, because we're, we're in America. It's biscuitiers. <laughs> that's right. Okay, one quick note on the flour that I'm using. Yeah, what did you, you decide to go with? Because as you said, this is a very simple recipe ingredient-wise, a lot of variations in technique, but the type of ingredients that you bring to it can have potentially a huge impact. I feel like I've read a lot of very passionate views on things like the type of flour and butter that you use. Oh, people take it really seriously. Well, I've scoured the internet. I've looked under every rock and it seems like to be there's this unanimous decision that here in the South, you have to use white lily flour. White lily flour is a unique flour in that it has a lower protein content. I think of like around 9% or something like that. And so that's just kind of like going to leave your biscuits a little bit fluffier. Yeah. So um, the amount of gluten in a flour is pretty directly related to the protein content of that flour. Lower protein content means less gluten, which gluten is not just a thing that like people get fake allergies from it's <laughs> but yeah gluten gluten is a as a protein that i don't know maybe for lack of a better way of phrasing it binds and causes like elasticity so if you want mm-hmm. to have those fluffy flaky layers that's one of the things that's going to help is gluten potential maybe it might be a way of phrasing it as well because the way that you handle the dough can actually affect how much of that gluten is actually developed so like if you beat it to death it's probably going to be a little bit tough you're going to get you're going to get a lot of gluten so uh the thing that i learned from my wife cuz i learned things about baking 
and cooking and organizing rooms from her, among other things, yeah. is that when you have your dough out, if you press it and it springs back, like the, the, that rate of spring is related to how much gluten you've developed in that dough. So on something like a, a biscuit, you don't necessarily want it to like really pop back a lot. Right, right. Whereas like, you know, French baguette, yeah. you want some pop back. Yeah, yeah. You, you do want to develop that gluten. Right, and for sure. Kneading is a process that does develop the gluten. So with that being said, on biscuits, you probably don't want to actually knead those. You, you want to be gentle. Kid gloves. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, though. Everybody's saying get white lily. Like literally, everybody's saying use white lily flour. But you know what, Chris? I couldn't find any. I went to Earth Fair, which is kind of like the South's version of Whole Foods. I mean, we have Whole Foods too, but they didn't have any. I went to... Publix. Publix is huge down here in the South. They didn't have any. I went to Harris Teeter, which is like the Kroger brand out here. You've got you've got King Supers out in Colorado, like the equivalent to King Supers would be Harris Teeter. And none of them had white lily flour. So like, where do you get it? What Like, is this not the South anymore? I, I think you have to like go to the North to buy it. Yeah. Just head up to New York. They'll have it. Connecticut. A little bit of Yankee White Lily. So what did I do? I called an audible and I used my other favorite flower, which is King Arthur. I like King Arthur flower. It still has like a, a you know slightly lower protein content versus like, you know, your all purpose flower that you get from the store with like the generic brand. And Stacy does a pretty good job of kind of explaining that whole process on his YouTube video that I mentioned. So check that out. And yeah, I actually didn't see that. It probably would have been helpful because I ended up making two batches on my own because the first time I kind of kind of overworked it a little bit, got the butter a little too small and it was fluffy, just wasn't flaky. So mm-hmm. Stacy's video probably could have helped there. Next time I'll, I'll make sure to check his video out, but I'm excited to see how well yours turn out, Phil. Let's go. Oh, one of these days, Phil Rosenthal is going to realize that we're best friends. Uh, but you've got biscuits to make, Phil. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make some biscuits. I don't want to slow that process down because, I don't know, reasons. Well, <laughs> here's the thing, Chris. That's all I got. <laughs> we, we've done a few of these in the kitchen episodes so far. And I got to be honest with you, of all the ones, this is kind of the one that I was dreading the most. Okay. I, Why? And not because biscuits are all that hard. They're not. They're they're actually really quite simple. But I think just like the working of the flour while recording kind of stresses me out a little bit. There's some processes that you, you really just have to pay attention to so that your biscuits don't end up too chewy or too fluffy. I mean, you just kind of like, like find that perfect balance. And, you know, I think anytime I've baked with my kids, you know, it's like a bunch of flour everywhere. It's... Mm, I hate to admit it, but it just, it kind of stresses me out a little bit. So right now the kids are in bed. I'm making these biscuits late at night, but, um, but I'm with you. So yeah, there's just, there's just like a lot of variables that are kind of, kind of stressing me out. So will you, would you help me, Chris? Would you, would you kind of carry the, the load here for me? Sure. Sure. I'll uh, just reach right through the screen and I don't know. Well, while you figure out how to do that, I'm going to measure out two cups of flour. Okay. So, and what recipe are you using? Are you using Stacy's? Yeah, this is this is Stacy Little's recipe. So with our flour, here's a little fun trick that I thought I was super smart when I told my wife about it. Yeah. Is that instead of like taking your measuring cup and actually scooping out of the bag, see that will actually like compact the flour into your measuring cup and you can actually get too much flour or more than you plan on. So 
I thought I was super smart and I told Ashley that instead of scooping it, you actually just take a spoon and then by the spoonful, pour it into your measuring cup. And she's like, yeah, Phil, everybody knows that. So I was like, okay, well, everybody that's not a baker doesn't know that, Ashley. Okay, so I've got two cups here of flour. I'm going to take half a cup of butter, which of course is just one stick. Chris, this should be no surprise to you. This is our favorite Kerrygold's. If you're not using Irish butter by now, then you should probably find a new podcast. Or European style butter, at least. Because I yeah. don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. After our uh, butter episode, I'm not 100% sure that Kerrygold is my favorite. I like it. Really? It's very good. Okay. It's fantastic. I I do like European style butter better. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that Kerrygold is like the be all end all. Sure. Okay. Nevertheless, I've got my Kerrygold butter. <laughs> The higher fat content well, it's like, makes like such a difference. You don't want your cows eating corn. You want your cows eating grass. Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess. And that's, I don't know. I like corn better than grass, voice. though. So I'm sure. sure cows would too, right? So I've got my butter in here and I'm using this little pastry cutter to like basically chop this butter into okay. little bits. It was cold butter, so I had it in the fridge. And yeah. And you're using a pastry cutter instead of Stacy's grater. Well, he actually has both methods on there. Yeah, you can use one or the other. I've I've done it both ways. I haven't really noticed a huge difference. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just kind of thought that using the pastry cutter wouldn't be as noisy. It's so, fancy. It's fancier, Phil. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm doing it. So, I think we're about there. Okay, sweet. So, especially when you're using uh, self-rising flour, that definitely simplifies the ingredients part of the recipe quite a bit it kind of all just comes down to technique at that point pretty much sugar or no sugar these do not have sugar in them and i don't know why i didn't think about putting it in because that's super tasty i mean this recipe just didn't call for it but i was thinking about this the other day ashley made these biscuits that ended up being part of like a strawberry shortcake type thing yeah so I don't know what you think of like strawberry shortcake. It's like an angel food or whatever. That's what I've always Ashley's thought always of made it. them with biscuits. Really? That sounds yeah, super so good. Like biscuits feels... with just like a bunch of sugar in them. Yeah. And then some homemade whipped cream and some fresh strawberries on top and a lot of melted butter <laughs> like tucked away in those biscuits. Dude, it's so good. So, so good. I'm not making them this way, that way. Well, butter, butter okay, is so, the trick to biscuits, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. Okay. But, butter and how you treat it. How do you treat it? Kindly. <laughs> I love the butter. With respect. So. Okay, sweet. So I got three quarters cup of buttermilk. Okay, so on Stacy's uh, comment section of his recipe. Right. Yeah, no, sorry, Stacy's comment. Go She's got to go it on. On Stacy's blog, Yes. he says that you should work the dough with your hands. Don't yes. worry about melting the butter. And you should work it until it kind of has the consistency of like a thick mashed potatoes. So that's what I've done. I got them all right here. Okay. All together in like this ball. And so sticky. You started with just refrigerated butter instead of chilled even further in the freezer? Uh-huh. Correct. I think if I was going to grate yeah. the butter... I, I probably would have frozen it. It's funny how many variations yeah, there are to a recipe with such simple ingredients. Yeah. I feel like this is probably one of those recipes where people can really attack each other on. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how you make biscuits. What are you, nuts? Well, I guess wasn't wasn't Stacy talking about sugar and biscuits? And 
Was that what he was talking about? He was talking about sugar and cornbread. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Never mind. We'll cut that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I definitely remembered what he was okay, talking Chris. about. Okay, Chris. Yes, Phil. So you got your mashed this potatoes. This is kind of fun. We, we got the mashed potatoes. Yep. I've just like formed them into like a little rectangle. But now I'm actually going to fold this over with like a trifold. And I'm going to do it three times. Uh, that dough looks a lot tighter than uh, mine. Mine was pretty shaggy. Dude, that dough is tight, yo. Like it had, yeah, it was it was shaggy. Let's just leave it at that. But it turned out amazing. It was it was great, like super awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Here is something that I found super super helpful that I totally had been doing wrong for all these years of making biscuits. So I've always just used like a like a glass or a cup, yeah, or specifically a mason jar because that's kind of what we use for cups, and that can actually pinch the biscuit or the edge of it and keep it from rising because it's not a super sharp edge. Yeah. So look what I got. I got a biscuit cutter. Nice. Bought it today. Nice. nice. Five bucks. So I'm just punching these out. Oh, my youngest daughter asked me to grab a smaller biscuit cutter for her. She wants a baby biscuit in the morning. <laughs> so it was actually a pack of three. Nice. So a little baby biscuit for her. Okay. What else is new, Chris? 2021. pretty good. Yeah, it looks, looks pretty good. I think that it? looks like a biscuit. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Just baby. needs a little needs a little heat. A little bit of induction. Yeah. So what are you baking the biscuits at? Four fifty Fahrenheit. And these are gonna go in for like fifteen minutes probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. And then obviously I've got like some leftovers after punching those out. So just kind of like remold them into a rectangle and punch out some more. But I'm not going to refold them because I think they've been folded enough. We're done. Nice. Biscuits are done. Okay, so I am not actually going to enjoy these tonight because my family's in bed. And what dad would actually make biscuits without his family. So I'm going to freeze these overnight. There we go. We're done, Chris. Well, that was hard. <laughs> it's kind of messy. There's like flour all over my <laughs> laptop. <laughs> Not really. Not is, really. is that is that bad. where you uh, kind of formed and and uh, folded the biscuits was on your keyboard? Because if so, I don't think that's very okay, good my, for your laptop. My four year old loves to close my laptop as like a I don't know if it's like a running joke or something. Like I'm working on it, she'll just run up and close it, and she keeps doing it on these like video calls with like family and stuff. <laughs> this does not work. Yeah. It's I guess that'd be a great that'd be a great cute. excuse to get out of a work call. I've always kind of been curious to know what it looks like on the other end, you know? You could try it. Four-year-old Libby runs up and like her face gets close to the camera and then just like slams it. Oh, so she closes closes it from the front? She does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She'll like run up in front of it and just close it. (laughs) Like we can't get mad at her. It's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Smells. Biscuit smells. The best. Okay, so I don't know if mine actually smelled. The aroma did not permeate the house. It was sad. Really? That's did fun. you That's do fun. like a, did you brush them with melted butter before you put them in the oven? No, after. I did it after, after they were out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I, I brushed some melted butter on right before they went into the oven. Okay. They were so good. Correct. Salted butter? 
No, unsalted. Yeah, you guys are, I always you, use you guys are pretty like, into unsalted. I think I just liked measuring how much salt goes into the dish. We so. we keep both around, and I just kind of pick the one that I want at the time that I want it. I think I actually I, I use salted more when it's going on top of something and unsalted when it's going in something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. When we made butter yeah. for that butter episode, I, I made like three different versions. I did a salted and unsalted and then a honey, mm-hmm. and... I was kind of surprised at how much salt went into the salted butter. Yeah. That it kind of just like turned me off of salted butter. Well, salt's great. It's got flavor. No, no, it does. It does. I was just so shocked. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was thinking like, oh, that's going to be horrible. But then I put it on, I don't know, like a English muffin or something and it was delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just like a lot of salt that goes into it. So I feel that's probably like like sugar. Just the whole idea. There's oh, yeah. so much more sugar than we would ever care to know in just about everything. Anyway, but, that's that's a rabbit hole these we've already been down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how contentious is that? Like, is that? I feel like that should be a like to sugar or not to sugar. A little bit of a debate. Well, let's get some listeners on the line. If you do have a preference, you should email us at hello at dadskitchenco.com or DM us or knock on our door after you follow us. Do whatever it takes. Well, yeah, you have to do that. And do you uh, rate and review? And then we can have the conversation about sugar and biscuits. If you so much as ping us without rating and reviewing this podcast, you you might as well be Chris because I don't think Chris has ever rated and reviewed the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. The the biscuits, though, turned out pretty good. And my kids loved them. I actually made a few different sizes because I, I think I mentioned I had like three different sizes of biscuit cutters. Yeah. And so I, 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 I turned them into Mickey Mouse biscuits for my kids. <laughs> okay. And they were like, how often, this, is, this is the best. How often do you do that with pancakes? I don't think Ever? I've yet made pancakes oh. without doing it. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. I feel like that should be a staple. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was doing that before I had kids, so. Because <laughs> my wife loves Disney. Really? Like, uh, like Die Hard? I don't know. I, I feel like there's a spectrum of loves Disney. Where might your family fall there, Phil? Our, our family's definitely <laughs> on the spectrum. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we 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 enjoy it. I mean, we've got Disney Plus, right? But we've got all the all the things. We've got Netflix and I mean Prime Video, obviously. Peacock. Do you have Peacock yet, Phil? No, I don't have Peacock. CBS All Access. I've got F1 TV. F1 TV Pro. I hope. Hundred percent. Although right now it's the off season, so I guess back races. Yeah. You, you can watch Monza from. Have you? Did you? Did you ever watch Monza? That was that was one of one mm. of the better races last year in 2020. No, I actually did. That was one of my favorites. Monza's worth it. I'll do that. Uh, so biscuits, uh, simple ingredients. I think there's probably a lot of room for contention in the ingredients themselves, but also technique. I mean, technique is is something that I feel like, even though this was really the first time or two that I made biscuits, I think there's a lot that can go into that technique. How do you feel about that, Bill? What What is your yeah, What does your heart tell you on that? Well, that's kind of what I was so worried about in making the biscuits while recording. Like, I didn't want to screw it up. But honestly, Chris, I don't know what I was so worried about. It was really easy. Yeah, it's really not that hard. <laughs> and I know, like, if, if I were to serve these biscuits to, like, Sean Brock or something, like, th- then I might be a little more nervous. But I'm not. I'm serving them to my children. This is Dad's Kitchen. <laughs> they're going to mission accomplished. be in heaven. They're happy. I mean, they're getting Mickey Mouse biscuits, foe. Yeah. Dad of the year? Kidding me? <laughs> Ten days in. Contest is over. Well, 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 12, actually. 12. Sorry. Sorry. Temporal things. Yeah, because we, so we record this at like 3 in the morning on Tuesday. Don't edit it and just put it out right away. That's it. Cut and done. 
Yeah, if only. There's, there's another podcast I know of that does that, but they're quite skilled. And we're going to get a taste of that when, when he or she comes on the show here in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, that, that is uh, what you might call a tease. I think. Okay, so technique. Do you have anything you want to say on technique? Check out Stacy's video. It's it's a lifesaver. It's it takes a really complex, debatable subject and it just boils it down to the to the basics. And you're you're gonna have a yummy biscuit. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I have really appreciated about all of Stacy's recipes that I've seen is um, taking really really good dishes and making them very approachable. So. That's kind of his MO. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's that's kind of like a little bit of a plug for Stacy, I guess. So, like, if you haven't listened to that episode from last week, definitely check that out. That's the the Stacy Little episode. He has a, a food blog called Southern Bite, and that's really his thing is is uh, making food easy and approachable, but still taste really good, so that we all have the time to eat it together. So, thanks, Stacy, and thanks, Chris. Yep. I don't I don't know if I did anything, but. Yep, I think. You're welcome. Thank thank you, Phil. Oh, you bet. You're welcome. Well, you betcha for our northern listeners. The ones near Russia. Do we have any? Alaska, maybe. You. Never mind. So, uh, biscuits. I don't know why I haven't made them before. Even though I didn't make them this time, you did. But I also made them on my own in secret. So biscuits. Did you make Mickey biscuits? No. No. That's a problem. We don't, we don't believe in the mouse here. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> My my kids listen to this show and they're not going to be happy about that. Mickey Mouse isn't real, like Santa <laughs> and the Tooth Fairy, Father Christmas, and the I was going to say the Gingerbread Bunny. That's, that's true. The Gingerbread <laughs> Bunny is not real. And on that note, I think it's getting late, Phil. <laughs> I was thinking about Christmas and I don't know. Not my gumdrop buttons. Ah, uh, so sorry, Bridget and uh, Libby. The Gingerbread Bunny does not exist. Sweet. Thanks, Phil. That's a wrap. They looked great. Obviously, I can't taste them. Yeah, they did. They looked fine. They did look good. They looked really good. They looked a Phil fine, not a Chris fine. That's a downgrade. (laughs) They they looked a Phil face for radio fine. No, Phil. You're too hard on yourself. Fun, as always. And see ya. Thanks, Chris. I'll see you later. And I'll see everybody else on Instagram at Dad's Kitchen Code.